I wish you guys could see the setup that I have right now for podcasting. I'm currently in my childhood bedroom. We came home for a three and a half week vacation to visit my family. And I'm sitting in my unmade bed. And I have my microphone in my hand, propped up on a pillow, my laptop sitting on another pillow. It's dark in here because two of my light bulbs went out and I'm too lazy to change them. But I had a message that I felt like was important enough to record for you in between a call with someone who was just basically a sales call, someone really interested in our high-level business incubator and a team call. So I have about 35 minutes to deliver this message. And that's your PSA for today. Go get the thing done, which leads perfectly into this conversation of when you know as a leader in business, when you know that there is another level for you, but you're avoiding doing the things necessary to get there and you're disillusioning yourself into thinking that it will just happen naturally and it will just happen with time, it's time to make a change because nothing changes if nothing changes. So today we're talking about the idea of being at max capacity and not possibly understanding how you can pivot change, evolve, grow, because you're either in a time for money state or you're experiencing, you know, cap out in capacity, but you know there's another level available to you both in business and personally and in your level of satisfaction and joy that you can't seem to get your hands on. And this spurred from a conversation I had the other day. So let's dive into it. Pull up a seat to the table. You are listening to the Luminary Leadership Podcast, where we elevate successful entrepreneurs into powerful leaders doing work that really matters. After working with countless entrepreneurs, I've noticed a theme. No matter the level of success achieved, they get to this place where they're asking, now what? If you're listening to this, you get it. You're craving more impact. You want to do work that means something, and you want to be known for it, too. Somewhere along the way, it wasn't just about growing a business anymore. It became time to build your legacy. Plus, building the dream at the expense of everything else that matters, family, freedom, joy, is no dream at all. The Luminary Leadership Podcast is where industry leaders come to break through to their next level of achievement, purpose, and impact. I'm your host, Elizabeth Hartke, and I'm here to raise up this generation of leaders, us, so we can do our part in raising up the next generation of little luminaries. Get ready as we break down all things entrepreneurial leadership in a way that isn't being talked about. We both know you don't just need another strategy. It's time for your breakthrough. As we're nearing the end of the summer, I end up having the privilege of talking to so many incredible entrepreneurs across multiple different industries. That's one of the fav- my favorite parts about what I do is I'm not exclusive to one industry. I don't only work with online business owners. I don't only work with people in one particular sphere. I get to talk to people and mentor people across so many different spaces, which is neat because it keeps me on my toes. It keeps me learning. I'm constantly growing and studying specific industries so that I can serve people at a higher level. And the other day I was talking to someone in the finance space that is joining our incubator. And one of the things that I love about the incubator is it's an array of leaders coming in from different fields and industries. So everybody's coming in as the leading expert in their space. And we try to make it so that 
each person owns their space. So they are positioned in leadership. It's such a powerful mastermind because the second you enter in, the second that you are accepted into the program, you are automatically positioned in high-level leadership to other people's audiences so people see immediate growth in their business. But I digress. So I was having this awesome conversation with an incredibly successful um she comes in as a fractional CFO for successful entrepreneurs. And she is a multi-million dollar business. But but she is at max capacity. And this is so common where people max out the success that they can achieve in their current business model. There's no doubt that they've won, right? That they've done things well, that they've served their people well, and that they've brought in incredible revenue or even profit. But their ability to grow from there feels really far away. Either they're in a model that has them meeting with, whether it's virtually or in person, or serving clients. So you take on clients at a certain cost and you deliver that service but there are only so many hours in the day and you can only raise your rate so high. So there comes a point where you become capped in your earning potential or the possibility of growth within your business. And on the flip side of that same coin, it feels crappy because you're like, man, I'm really good at what I do. I've proven myself, but I can't do any more. And I actually have people reaching out wanting to work with me, but I don't have the ability to say yes because I don't have anything more to give. So a lot of people in that mode of business will say, all right, well, what are my options? And their mind will go to more traditional ways of scaling. They'll say, all right, I'm going to go agency style, or I'm going to bring in other people that can do what I do. And I take a portion of what they do because they do it under my umbrella, or I'm going to raise my rates, right? And that's fine to a point, but you still end up capped. And then you create, people don't anticipate that when your way of scaling is only through hiring and bringing in more team, you better be prepped in leadership, right? Because you better be ready to support these people and raise them up in leadership to work in accordance with your company values and to lead them well and to give them a home to grow. But they don't think about that. They're like, oh, I just need to expand. I need to bring in more money. So I'll bring in more people. And they don't anticipate some of the headaches, some of the overhead, some of the struggles that come with bringing in people which is why I always talk about the power of leadership and the importance of leadership. Because if you're not thinking in terms, when you're thinking in terms of hiring and you're not thinking in terms of the human being, the heartbeat that's coming into your business and the home that you're creating for them to thrive and grow, you're gonna experience turnover. It's gonna be more stressful for you. It can oftentimes cost you money. It can lead to frustration. Instead of saying, I'm ready to both bring people in and to lead them well. So that's why leadership is so important. But what the conversation I had with this incredible woman making, like I said, millions of dollars and doing very well is she knows in her heart there's something more. And that's where I often get to connect with people, where I often get to have that conversation with the leaders that I serve that it's not even just about the money anymore. It's about the fact that they know there's something more for them to do, something to accomplish, something to bring into the world, something that would bring them joy, something that's calling them, but they don't have the space to do it. So my kind of PSA moment and question to you as an entrepreneur, and you don't have to be a multi-million dollar entrepreneur for this to apply to you. 
do you feel capped? Do you feel like you are at max capacity of how you can serve in the world, what you can contribute, and how you can grow? And it can look different for different people because even though she was at max capacity, because for her, it was, I have so many clients and I can't take on anymore. And I've even hired and brought in other people to do what I do, but I still, you know, were maxed out. For you, it might be, I'm at max capacity because I run my business and I homeschool, or I'm with my kids a lot, or I'm at max capacity because I'm taking care of an ailing parent as I do this or walk through this season. So there are different ways that your time can be eaten up and and your capacity can be limited. There are also ways to expand your capacity through leadership. I always give the comparison. When we had our first baby and then found out we were pregnant with our second, my mind wandered to how am I possibly going to, one, love the second baby as much as I love my first because I'm giving everything to my first child. And then secondarily, how am I going to give more of, like, how am I going to split myself? Like, am I going to split myself in two here? And then we had third and now we're having a fourth. And what I learned is, no, you don't end up with more time in the day. You don't get more hours to sleep. You don't have more ability to give. What you do is you have an expansion of your own capacity and possibility. So when you're capped, it's time to say, all right, well, nothing changes if nothing changes. So what's my plan? What am I going to do to make these shifts, to leverage my gifts, to say, all right, these are the things that I'm really good at. And what are the different modalities that I can put these within, the different containers I can create that would allow me to start to scale, that would allow me to buy back some of my time. But here's the tricky part. Sometimes people aren't willing to do what's required to make this happen because it might lead to a short and maybe even longer than you expect season of financial plateau or even intentionally going a little bit backwards to go forward. So let me give you an example. Years ago, I was very much in a time for money model. I consulted. I worked with people on their marketing. People basically hired me and got my time in return for them paying me for that time. And I felt really limited. I felt all the things that I'm describing that this woman felt or feels and all the things that I'm sure that you felt at some point in your business if you're not even feeling it right now. And I knew something had to change. And when a couple of years ago, so I I made a lot of shifts. I started creating digital offers. I created intensive. I have my masterminds. I had some physical products. I had different things that allowed me to grow and to step into my next level and to have more time. But in the last few years, when we opened the door to an additional company, the Luminary Leadership Company that you see today, I was still taking one-on-one clients, and it was a seven-figure revenue stream for us. And it was a very great margins, right? Because it's, it's my time. I'm not, um, there's not a lot of overhead with something like that. But I knew that my time going into people individually was limiting what I was being called to next, was limiting my ability to have the capacity to create the programs and the processes and the content that was going to serve at a higher level, to plan the events, to do all the things that I was really called to do. So I had to make a tough decision. Now, I'm a cold turkey person. This is how I do everything. I'm very black and white when it comes to, like, I'm not a moderation person. I'm not suggesting this for you. I'm not implying this is the only way. I'm just sharing my personal experience. So, like, for example, when I give up caffeine, 
I don't like wean off of caffeine. I suffer for three or four days because I completely cut it out of my diet, but then I'm done with it. Like I like to just rip the bandaid off and just move on to the next thing. That's how my brain works best. And if I'm having a little bit of coffee, then that relieves wiggle room for me to have a little bit more and I just don't do well with it. So the same thing was true looking at my business and saying, okay, a fair amount of my time is going into one-on-one coaching, but a fair amount of our revenue is coming from one-on-one coaching. What many people would do and what I would advise many of my clients to do is to wean off of that time for money model where I would say, okay, you maybe take less clients this next month, right? And then less after that so that you're you're taking back some of your time and you're putting it into creating whatever is going to be more sustainable or allow for more growth, You might see less revenue in those months, but the idea is that you're dedicating that time to building something that is going to churn for you and that is going to create more revenue over time. I, on the other hand, being just the type that I am, was like, come this day, one-on-one coaching is going away. There goes that seven-figure income stream. Now, the reason I felt confident doing that is because we had other seven-figure income streams. Like I had a really strong cushion, but you still feel that hit. We have team to pay, we have payroll, all this stuff where I was just removing an income stream. But what happened was I put my back against the wall and that's how I work best. And I said, listen, I'm I'm working for where I am right now. Keeping these one-on-one clients is keeping me comfortable financially, but uncomfortable knowing This is not what I'm called to do. So I'm going to create the space. I'm going to put my back against the wall. I'm going to plan for a six-month to one-year period where we're, we're generating less revenue on purpose, but I'm going to use that time really wisely to build out the offers, uh, the process, the content, the things that are going to take us 10 times further than we could have gone if all of my time was going into one-on-one. So that year was a building year. It was a little like there were growing pains. We had to like move things around and say, okay, wow, we usually have all this cushion and now we have less, but it was intentional. It was planned for. Now you have to do it in a way that works for you. But the reality is to come back to that phrase for probably the third time today is nothing changes if nothing changes. So you have to make the choice the tough choice to say, how am I, how am I starting to turn this cruise ship? Now I'm like the speedboat, right? Like I'm like jerk on the wheel and turn it really fast. Again, not necessarily uh, promoting that, but you can pivot this and stop telling yourself the story that you're stuck or that you're limited or that you can't do it or that you're maxed out and say, all right, well, what do I need to do to not be maxed out? What would I need to remove from my days to allow for more space to grow? And this is literally what I teach. The people that come in to our program, specifically our incubator, are people who have found really great success. They're proof of process and and product, but they need help now turning that cruise ship. They need help saying, okay, now how am I transitioning this business model so that I'm building for longevity, so that I don't burn the heck out, so that I can still love what I do and not feel drained by what I do and find the capacity to go into my next level, to start to create some legacy, not just a business that will like die off someday when I just stop working. Or if I have a baby and have to take a few months, we hit the brakes and we suffer through that. What can I do to build the sustainable, long-term, stand-the-test-of-time business model? 
And that's the process we walk people through. But the purpose of today's conversation is to get your wheels turning and to be willing to have the awareness that if you are not creating a plan to shift it and change it, it will remain as such. You have to be either really happy with how things are operating now, or if you're getting those twinges and those pains of, I really wish I could have more time with my family, or I'm sick of like the only free time I'm getting is when I'm on vacation and then I come back so stressed because I just took a week off and now I have to make up for it. Or thinking about toying with the idea of I'd love to homeschool, but I I could never do that. I don't have the space to do that. Or I want to hire more people, but we need more revenue for that. And I can't take the time to create the things that would drive revenue. So self-awareness is one of the key pieces of leadership, which is why that's the bridge to all the things that you want to access and to help you find success and possibility in your life, in your business. But today's conversation is around kind of that little shake up, wake up. Hey, are you experiencing these things? And okay, second piece of the conversation, what are you going to do about it? How are you going to explore the opportunity to make this change? Because the coolest thing is you're not that far away from where you want to be. And that's the piece that people forget. They think, oh my gosh, I've built a cage. I am stuck here. Like I would have to start over. No, you're a few smart decisions and leadership growth moments away from turning this thing into what you want it to be. And until you believe that it's a lot closer than you may think, you're going to hesitate in taking the steps towards it because you're going to think, well, that's going to be 10 years till I can build that. That's going to be five years of heartache and stress until I get it there. And it's not worth it. I don't, I, you know, I'm taking care of my family. I can't take that risk. No, you can do this. You can do it well. It can change your life and it can craft the legacy that you're craving creating, but isn't able to be created through the current model that you're running. I talk about this because many of the people tuning in, they are family people. But the reality is, is unless you're just socking it away into retirement and your goal is to quit this thing by the time you're 45 or 50 or whatever, then you're going to be doing this for a very long time. So how can you start to map out that future? So there are different things that I do. I do uh, the incubator is a big one. That's a really powerful one. If you're interested in something like that, that's going to support you in this growth process and have you really expand your network and leadership and connections and visibility and growth and profit and all of that, you can check it out at luminaryleadershipco.com forward slash incubator. Or I do intensives and one of which is scaling up the farm and then we do some virtual ones. So this is your time. Time is a thief. This isn't going to happen automatically. The compound effect is not going to kick in that all your years of taking on more and more clients is all of a sudden going to compound into something different. You're going to be trading time for money until you choose to shift things to stop trading time for money. And it is okay to plan for a season of less growth. There are seasons of intentional growth, and then there are seasons of intentional change, of slowing down, of intentionally hitting the brake a little bit to shift things so that you can access a level of wealth and possibility that isn't even available to you until you allow for that period of time. All right, 
This is your time to shine. I had to drop that PSA on you because I've seen way too many people suffering. But the good news is I see some incredible people coming into our incubator and our intensives, and it will literally change everything for them and their family. So I can't wait to see who else joins us. We kick off right after Labor Day. So if you're listening to this live, now's the time to apply and have a conversation to see if it's the right fit for you. Go to luminaryleadershipco.com forward slash incubator. Make the change because nothing changes if nothing changes. I hope today's episode gave you exactly what you needed. And if it spoke to you, please leave us a review and be sure to subscribe so you don't miss out on the next juicy episode. And don't be shy. I don't bite often. So come connect with me over on Instagram at Eliz Hartkey. And if there's a topic or a question, a guest you want to hear on the show or an idea you have for us, just reach out and share your thoughts. We do this for you. So the more you tell us, the more we can serve. Thank you for spending some time with me. I really do appreciate you. So tune in next time to keep building that legacy and doing the work that really matters.